Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Busy and Built Blueprint Podcast. My name is Jason Johnson. I'm your host. I'm an online fitness and nutrition exercise coach. This is the first episode of the Busy and Built Blueprint Podcast. We have a very, very special guest with us. His name is Pete Ocasio. Uh, Pete is not only a friend of mine, he's my brother in transformation. Uh, Pete has been my personal trainer as well. He helped me at the beginning of my journey. And Pete, I'm so happy. I'm so excited, man. I'm so grateful and thankful to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing today, Thank Pete? You. I'm blessed, my friend. Blessed. Awesome. Happy how, to see you about... doing big things. Thank you, my brother, man. That's an awesome hat. Tell us about this hat you're, you're sporting. <laughs> my Puerto Rico hat? Uh, I love yeah, my hat. Love my culture, you know. I've been told awesome. all my life uh, what to do and how to do it. And when I realized I got my own path and I needed to follow my path, that's when everything happened, you know. But I always, uh, I remind myself where I came from every day, you know. I was here born in the States, but I have so much family in, in, in Puerto Rico and just fond memories when I when I traveled there. So every time I get a chance to support, I always do. That's amazing, man. I love how proud of that you are of your culture. I, yes, I, I wish we could all take that on and, and just to remember where we came from, basically. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So Austin, awesome, right. man, I want to get right into it. You talked about your path. Uh, but first, where are you located right now? Where are you living these days? I am living in Boynton Beach Boulevard out here in Florida. So I came out here. I've always had family here. Um, my mom and dad had uh, from New York. We moved to Massachusetts. All my uncles moved to, to uh, Miami. So I've always had deep roots here in Florida that were driving me crazy because I always wanted to come. You know, and I finally got an opportunity probably about 18 years ago, and here I am. Loving every minute of it, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, I see it. I can see that shine. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's amazing. So now you're a personal trainer. Why don't you tell us about your path? How did you first get into the whole fitness industry? Jay, when I was... Man, since I can remember, 14, 15 years old, I've always seen my dad come home from work, go downstairs in the basement, grab his little spoonful of peanut butter, and go to work, always taking care of his health. So my dad was a major influence um, for me. And as a teenager, believe it or not, I didn't get into drugs or alcohol. What I got into was the gym. I was a gym rat. Followed my dad all the way. And and from that moment, it just grew to something that I never thought would happen. But it it was such a passion for me um, to be in service for others. You know, and that for me was something that I've always strived for. You know, I didn't want a regular job, just making money, but I wanted to have purpose. And I never knew what that would be until I just took that chance and that opportunity and say, you know, why not me? 
You know, I've been doing this for quite a long time. I have a history of it. Uh, my dad's always been working out since he was a teenager. You know, and I look back at the pictures of my family, my grandfather and my dad, man, they were in amazing shape. So I took the mantle and ran with it. You know, how many other people could I inspire and motivate, you know, and show everybody that we all have magic inside. Sometimes it just takes the right person to kick us in the ass and kind of make you realize what that passion is. It shed light on it. Because sometimes I never thought I could be doing what I was doing, but the people that were around me always, always reminded me, Pete, you have so much talent. You have what it takes. You walk in the gym and you got a million people asking you a million questions. You know, and um, and it just took off from that, you know, and now I'm very successful and proud to be able to make something and create something that I can leave for my kids, leave for my daughter and, you know, leave a path. Let me shut that off. There we go. So that's... um. Like I say, man, I, I've seen it all my life. I've seen it all my life. So I just never thought that I could make a career out of it. You know, uh, the way I was brought up, I, I wasn't taught to open a business or any of those things. My parents didn't know that. They were hardworking people from the island that came here to the States and, and raised their kids and had, had a family. So it's later in life when I got around the right people that explained to me what a business could do and all that it entailed. And they just kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me to break out of my fear and insecurities and just go for it. And that's exactly what I did, you know, and there's no better feeling than to be in service for others, you know, cause it's, I could care. I'm not in this for accolades. I'm not in this for titles or money. I'm in this to leave a legacy. I'm in this to, to be in service a hundred percent of me. And when I'm not training people, I'm in a foul mood because I haven't given of myself to others. I feel like I'm cheating myself by doing that. I finally come to the realization that I have a much bigger purpose and it's no longer time to play small. You know, we, we both went through gratitude and it's, it's changed our lives, both of us. And, and so many of us, right? And I take a lot of those things that I've learned in that, that workshop and it's just, it's really pushed me forward. Definitely pushed me forward. That's amazing. I love that you mentioned making an impact rather than going for like having this power or going for politics because some people are in it for Absolutely. that. But, you know, yep. what we learned and what you refer to as the gratitude training for the listeners, the gratitude training, I think it's been rebranded now into something else yeah. post pandemic, <laughs> but it's a transformational leadership program that we were actually in the same cycle at the same time. That's how we got connected and we learned pretty much right away to to be in service and, and, and i i live by those principles as well man uh in my yeah. business so this is amazing man i love this 
what have been for the listeners, what have been some of the challenges that you had to overcome in your fitness journey and just in life in general? Seeing so many of my family members die when they could have had a lifestyle change and I couldn't do anything about it because people have to receive when they're ready to receive, right? You can't force anything. You can't, you can't force a person to shift unless they, first of all, understand that there's a next level and that they're capable and able to shift. So, you know, growing up and seeing my cousins pass away and, and uncles and aunts pass away from diabetes or it scarred me, right? I didn't want those same diseases to affect me in my life. So I made it a point to start with me first because that's the only person I can affect at the time. And um, it's, it's difficult, Jay. I lost a lot of close people. You know, I lost a lot of family members. Uh, 2016, I had open heart surgery. Um, that for me, as much as people always ask me, Pete, were you ever, I was just in a different mindset because I didn't fear what I was going through. I just thought to myself, you know, God has a plan for me and my story hasn't been written. So I was never fearful of losing my life. The first thing that came to my mind was, first of all, don't play victim. And what can I do to share what I'm going through with other men that hide any little insecurity that they're going through or any sickness or illness they may be having? It, it pushed me to really confront a lot of men that are close to me. You know, and show them, hey, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. You know, I was in the best shape of my life when I suffered my open heart surgery. If it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. And and the problem with us men is we're taught at such a young age not to show vulnerability, not to show emotion, not to cry. And, And I'm proud to say that my tribe of men that are around me, that shit's out the window. We're raw, we're emotional, we're dads, we're girl dads at that. And uh, it makes me strive to be the very best that I can be, you know, because the gentlemen that I'm around, the people that I'm around will call me out on my bullshit, you know, and those are the type of people I want to be around. I don't want yes people. I want people to say, hey, man, you could do so much more. You know, you have the ability to connect with so many people. You have this platform. Do something with it. Touch as many people as you can. Share your story. Let them know that it's okay to talk to one, one among, amongst each other and, and, and talk about. I always say I use this as a reference. If a woman has breast cancer, she calls her girlfriends. They all educate themselves and they're all a support group. Yes. Well, men don't have that. Men suffer in silence. And um, I'm happy that I, I strive to not allow that, right? To allow the men in my life to let them know, hey, man, I'm here. You want to talk? We talk. I'll take you to the doctors my damn self. 
You know, I'll share everything I went through because I'm not ashamed of what I went through. It doesn't make me any less than. You know, it just, I have certain experiences and things that people haven't gone through. We all do, right? Everybody's journey's different. Yeah. But we all go through something. So I'm really happy and proud that I've created that with a strong group of men, you know, and I just keep thinking to myself, well, how do I grow that? You know, how do I make that more possible? You know, how do I reach out and touch more men? Whether it's TED Talk or this and that, and, and not get hung up on the logistics of how it's going to be created, but just do it. You know, just go for it. That's that, that, that pushes me. It pushes me a lot. Really, really yeah. pushes me. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely motivating. And not only motivating, it just brings out, right, this this desire, this burning desire i say to really want to help people and i love that you said that people or some people are just not ready until they're actually ready and i was definitely one of those people that was not ready i grew up in, in a family my mom uh played sports she was a volleyball player my dad was just an all-star uh sports guy football basketball you name it and then even growing up my dad was the the PE coach at my school or teacher at my school so I was definitely around it but I got to a point in life where I just wanted to just exist and I was avoiding pain as you talked about and I think a lot of guys are going through pain and there is not really a place for them to go um or maybe they don't even feel comfortable enough to go to these places to get out. And so what would you say to these guys? Like, what would you say? What, what would you recommend? What would you suggest? What's your advice for our listeners, both men and women um, who are in this type of place? You know, they want, like, they have this version of themselves. They know they can like taste it and see it and they want it. What's your advice for these people that want to get Be started? Be kind on their to journey? yourself. Okay. First of all, be kind to yourself. And don't judge yourself with anyone else. There's never a wrong time to start. Never. Get around people that support you in your ideas. Get around people that are like-minded like yourself. Because if you're around a lot of negativity, it's going to bring you down. If you got a lot of people that keep telling you, oh, well, and they're coming from a place of love, right? But they're projecting their own insecurities onto you. And that's where you really got to distinguish, you really got to distinguish and, and understand that they're just speaking from their experience, yeah. which is going to be completely different than yours. Right. You know, it, it really is. And I have gentlemen in their 60s, in their 70s that are, let me tell you, I have, I have this gentleman from Palm Beach. His name is Mr. Donald Jackson. He's 74 years old. Jay, you wow. would love this guy if you met him. Wow. He is a firecracker. There's a, there, there'll come a time where enough is enough, right? And you need to be not just kind to yourself, but close and shut down all the noise from other people. Sit with yourself. Make a plan know that you're capable of doing it, but it's going to take hard work. If you can work your ass off for a company every day, and if you pass away, they don't give a shit about you, then why not work that hard for yourself? Why not be that, that, 
diligent in your own path, right? Because we have fear that holds us back. Yeah. And, and I tell people, there'll come a point where you become fearless. That fear will no longer take over. You will become fearless. And uh, I always remind the people that I train in their journey, I always tell them to look back. Don't wait for the goal to appreciate the journey. The journey's in the journey, you know what I'm saying? In getting there. Yes. The goal isn't a certain weight or any of that. It's the discipline and the commitment that you made to yourself every day. The days you showed up when you didn't even want to get out of bed. The days that you showed up when you were sick, but you were determined to. You know why? Because you are worth it and you matter. And so many people need to hear that and understand that. You matter. Why not do the best that you can to make you as successful as possible by attacking your health? Health is wealth. Wow. You can wow. have all the money you want. Ooh. You can have all the money you want in the world. Oh, are y'all right? hearing that? Listeners, y'all hear that? Care of yourself, you all <laughs> you know, you work so hard and you you put in all this time for overtime and to get all that extra money, but if you're not healthy, you're not going to enjoy your money. And you're going to you have two choices. You could pay now with better food choices and a trainer to educate you, or you will pay later with doctor visits, medications, and a gauntlet of other crap that the doctors give you. Yeah. Yeah. Disease can be controlled uh -huh. by your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to talk about being mm -hmm. sick and this and that, yeah. but they never want to talk about the root cause. If you're smoking a pack of cigarettes because you're so stressed out every single day, and you're drinking a case of beer during the weekends when you're partying because you're so stressed out because of work. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's a ruthless cycle. Yep. You just keep chasing your tail. You you never get right because you're not happy doing what you're supposed to be doing. So many of us are chasing the wrong things. You know, and and well, that person has this, and we all possess magic inside. I totally believe it. I see it every day, Jay. I see it every single day. And when I need to be reminded, I God always puts something in my life. Like this morning, I saw a gentleman with a prosthetic leg and he was playing racquetball. And I just got to sit with him and talk to him. And I told him, man, I've been watching you for, for a year. And I want you to know that even when I'm coming in here dragging ass, when I look at you, you inspire me. Because nothing is stopping you and nothing is getting in the way of you living the life that you choose to live. It's, it's all around us. Yeah. There's so many clues around us. Yeah. But if you're not in tune, you don't notice those things. But the universe is always telling us. It's showing us. Yeah. It'll give us examples. It's up to us to notice them. I love that you you mentioned this story about this gentleman that you're talking about with the prosthetic leg because there's people out there who don't have uh, what's what's the term I'm looking for full capability or full ability mm -hmm. to they ain't got get, all the limbs yeah they, they don't have all the limbs yes exactly <laughs> man it's just it's amazing no. to see these kind of stories man it just really 
drives home the point that regardless of like what you think your physical condition is, fitness is for you. I always say that fitness is for Absolutely. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you're getting fit to be a strong man. It doesn't exactly. mean that you're mm -hmm. trying to step on stage. There's a very yeah. small percentage of people that I train that are interested in that. <laughs> but 90% need a, a healthier lifestyle. They need a challenge. They need to be excited again. They need to remember what their body's capable of. Wow. You know, our bodies are capable of so much. But so many of us are so afraid to push. So many of us are afraid to push that hard, but we do it every day for some company. <laughs> Climbing the know, corporate ladder. <laughs> for some poor, exactly. You know, and it never made sense to me. I, I've seen my dad do it all his life wake up early to shovel the driveway to go to work and do 12, 14 hours. And they just discarded him like a piece of trash. And I said, that's not going to be me. Mm -mm. I will not let that happen to me. I will be in charge of that, of my career. I'll be in charge of how far in my growth that I can go. I'm not going to leave it in the hands of a company that doesn't care about me. It cares about the revenue and the money that you're making them. That is it. You're not important to them. This is true, man. And it's this a slap in the face. Yeah, it is. There's so it, many of us are ouch. killing ourselves for a job. Yeah. You know, so many of us are killing ourselves in our jobs. For what? For money? Come on. We have so many creative ideas. It's yes. just like I say, it's that fear, Jay. Mm -hmm. right? That feel of failure, but we're failing every time we don't even try. And how many times have successful, pe have successful people failed all the time? That's how, be that's how they times. become successful. Yep. <laughs> you got to fail <laughs> to get forward, to go forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fall forward. Keep this pushing. Is, this is amazing. Get, man. Some, get a support group around you. So yeah. when you're having those weak days and moments, uh -huh. you know, you can call your friends and they're going to give you a check. You know, get out of your head. Get out of your feelings. You're meant for more than this. You possess magic. Let it out. This is awesome, man. And for me, that's where the personal trainers and the coaches come into play to help pull that magic out yeah. of you. And I think there's like this misconception out there that people have of personal trainers like yourself and what exactly they do. So could you speak into for the audience, what does a personal trainer do? A good trainer, right? Yeah, yeah. Wears many good a, a good trainer, a professional <laughs> trainer wears many hats. Uh -huh. Right, he never trains people the way he trains himself. He evaluates the client and he sets up a program designed for that specific individual. He shows you how to do things that you're ready for and that you're able to do with proper technique. He's also going to give you ideas and and uh, nutritional facts right things to look for don't look at the calorie count look at the ingredients if you're picking up a box and it has 65 ingredients put it back eat live food yeah get away from all this crap so a good coach a good trainer is going to give you good information he's not going to be online looking at the lat you know the latest craze on what's the fancy latest fad diet. Yep. Oh man. You know, it, it's it's ridiculous, right? Yes. But the, the proof is in the pudding. Uh -huh. When you see certain individuals working with a professional, 
you see results within three weeks. Three weeks, I tell people. They look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, if you do what I tell you, yeah, you'll see results in three weeks or I'll give you your money back. That's how sure oh. I am. Yeah. And in the last 20 plus years of me being a trainer, I've never had anyone ask for their money back. I didn't no. ask for mine back. <laughs> I was like, I can, I, can we videos, do Jay. Me too, man. It's like, can uh, I get I some still more? Got your videos. <laughs> it's too bad. I Not too bad. I live in Costa Rica, just so everybody knows. So I'm not there physically in South Florida, but you bet your last dollar oh, or yeah. my last dollar that when I come <laughs> back to South Florida, I'm going to sign up. Yes, sir. Uh, We're pushing cars. A blast from the past. Yeah. To have another personal training session, man. It's amazing. Yes, the sir. Work that you I can't do for people. Wait. Yeah, man. It's amazing the magic that you do. Some people would say, oh, I don't have enough time. That's why I named the program Busy and Built because a lot of people came to me. And when I was talking to people doing like market research, a lot of people, that was the common thing. Oh, I'm busy. I'm so busy. What advice do you have for people? who say that, you know what, my schedule's so full. Like, where do I fit in the time? Hey, I don't care how busy out. people can be. You owe it to yourself to give yourself three hours out of seven days. You can't tell me that you're too busy for that. That's yeah. a crock of shit. It's a line, <laughs> right? It's an excuse. Yeah. Take that uh -huh. excuse away. It's deeper yep. than that. Yep. Why do you feel that you can't do that? Why can't you give it to yourself when you give it to everyone else? So instead of going out with your friends on the weekend and barring and drinking, go to the damn gym for an hour. Yeah. Don't tell me you can't go. If you can't go during the week, go towards the weekend. If it's important enough for you, you will make it happen. You'll show up at 5 a.m. You'll show up at 6 a.m. You'll do whatever it takes because it's important to you. If it's not important to you, it's just an excuse, just like millions of excuses that we hear, right? Yes. But once you get down to the root of it, you realize it, you know, it, that's not the case at all. It's right. just an excuse. We all have time. Yeah. Three hours in seven days. You can't find three hours in seven days. Yeah. You need to look a little deeper. I love you this. Know? I love Let's it, be honest. Right. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not for everyone and I'm not right. trying to be. Right. What I'm trying to be is myself. So if you're full of shit, I'm going to let you know because I want to get you out of your own way. Uh -huh. I want you to know that you can do this. If I can do it, you can. I'm not Superman. I grew up poor. I grew up in poverty. I grew up with less opportunities. But that's what makes me strive for more. It makes me educate myself more. It makes me get around people that are career minded, that are going to push me and influence me and educate me on, on being better, being more. You know, and I always feel that the difference between me now in my 50s and me in my 20s is I didn't have a group of mentors. Wow. Right. I have my dad and he was a disciplinary man. And but I didn't have the mentors that I have in my life now. People that have walked in life, that have gone through experience that I have not experienced, that show and pave the way of success, but showing me how hard it is, you know, and reminding me that you're, I'll give you the blueprint, but you're going to have to work for it. Yeah. It's not given to you. If it was that easy, 
everybody be in shape. That's amazing, man. I love it. Thank you for all this advice. And I've got one last question for you. Sure. Because a lot of people come to me also, and, and they've struggled. A lot of them have tried, like you said, the latest craze out there, the latest diet, the latest workout, and they haven't really gotten to the root level problem like you talked about. And they keep chasing like these surface level solutions and they find themselves, like you said, the blueprint, they find it difficult to stick or adhere to the prescription, I call it, given to them mm -hmm. by the coach or by the trainer. What would you say to people who they get in there and then they find themselves not being able to stay consistent? How does someone stay consistent? Well, as a trainer, it's our job okay. to redirect them, right? Because we see where it's going. They don't. We see the big picture. They don't. So it's our job to redirect them every time they're slipping. Sometimes it's going to be with love, right? In words of affirmation. And then there's other times it's going to be raw in your face, yeah. uh -huh. you know? But it's our job to communicate to them and teach them, right? Because everybody learns different. So it's our job as a trainer to find the best way to redirect and teach because we are teachers, right? We're, we're trainers, but what we really are are teachers, right? Yeah. We're coaches. Mm -hmm. What's a coach do when, you're, when your students are out of line? He redirects. Yes. He redirects, he gets you focused again, refocused, and that is our job as trainers, to be relentless, to show these people, I don't care if you give up on yourself, I'm not giving up in you. And sometimes that's what the person needs that belief that someone has in them so much that they don't see it, but just you being that supportive and you being that, you know, there for them, being present and, and just pushing and knowing what they're great, you know, that they're able to be great. It makes them shine. It really does. I always remind myself when someone's, not coming around the way they need to come around. It's my job as a trainer to speak to them in the language in which they understand the best. Mm -hmm. And it takes a little time to learn about the individual. And that's why I say it's very important as coaches for us to sit down and talk to them like people and, and learn about their family history, learn about their insecurities, Learn about their health and their strengths and their weaknesses. And when you get all that information, you can devise a plan. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that the plan is going to be flawless, but it's our job to redirect. It's our job to refocus when they start to slide and slip. You know, so you have to find the right person. You, you have to find the right words with the right individual because everybody's completely different. Yeah. There is no one style for everyone right, right? No we are all cutter. individuals Coach. and we all learn differently <laughs> yeah. yeah we all learn differently yes you know wow. when i need That's to be so sweet amazing. i'm very sweet yes and when I've i need to be it. hard yes. i'm very hard oh you i've know? seen that too <laughs> <laughs> you know but I, i'm excited i get excited you know it really is exciting for me it's exciting for me to see people really strive and, and see them 
do things that they never thought they can do. And then they're sitting there looking at me and I'm having a party, you know, because I'm so proud of them. And I remind them, you didn't think you could do this and look at you. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm proud of you. So many people haven't even heard those words, Jay. I know I was one of them. I've always asked, I've, you know, I've always wished my dad would tell me that he was proud of me. It was something that I lacked, right? It, it was something that I was trying to find in so many other relationships. But what I realized was I'm that person. So what I didn't receive is now what I give. The things that I needed in my life that I didn't receive, now I come across certain individuals that need that same word of encouragement, that that love, that hug, that, hey, I'm proud of you, man. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Right. There's not too many 73-year-old guys pushing eight plates. You know, there's not too many 53-year guys that are jumping 42 inches. And, and sometimes people are so caught up in, in doing that they don't appreciate the goal, you know, completing it and making it happen. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. This is awesome, man. What you talked about basically is the person that we become on this journey. There is stuff that we need to do. We need to train and, and, and be in a calorie deficit to lose weight or a surplus if you're, you know, working on getting those muscles. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's about the the transformation from the inside <laughs> and then we see it on the outside too. And it's a, yes, it's a beautiful process, man. I think I get more excited sometimes with the clients about yeah, their results and their wins than they do. I'm yes. just like, yes, you did it. I'm so proud of you. And they're it, just like, this coach is a little cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> it's important for us as coaches to connect with our clients on a very human basis. Right. Yeah. We all go through trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. It's not always about the workout. Yeah. So sometimes you have to sit with the person. I, I feel energy. I've been blessed with that. You know, that's not a, that's not something I developed. That's just something I was born with. But I can tell I feel people's energy. And when I feel people off, I sit. Five, 10 minutes. Hey, man, let's talk. What's going on? And it freaks them out because they're like, Pete, what do you, how do you know that? I'm like, listen, I've been around you enough. And I'm, I've am i come to the realization that that energy my, is, is my intuition talking to me. Mm -hmm. right? There's something off yep. with this person. Yep. And you might need to sit there and give them a hug and say, hey, man, it's going to be okay. You know, because, I, you know, as you know, it's been very rough for me for the last seven months. I lost my mom. She was my best friend. Um. I struggle with it daily, but I'm very kind to myself that when I'm in my emotional state, I also see that my clients rally around me because they pick up on my energy and they just stop and give me a hug. So it gets, it comes back in return. You know, the love and the affection and the connection that I make with the person is far outweighs everything else. You know, to make a difference in someone's life is important to me, you know? And it gives me a sense of pride. It gives me a very strong sense of pride. And I know my mom's looking down on me. And I know she'd want me to continue my journey. And she'd want me to help as many people as I can. And now everything I do 
is to honor her. You know, no more playing small. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's amazing, man. Wow. Thank you so much, Pete, for being our Anytime, first guest yeah. on the podcast. I feel honored as your first guest. Oh, yes. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> when I thought about starting the podcast, I automatically knew who I was going to ask to be the first guest. <laughs> and Jay, I'm proud of you taking Thank it you. that far. Yeah. Seeing your journey and what you've gone through, your ups, your downs, your sideways, yeah. all of it. Yeah. So but like sideways. I told you, man, don't ever give up on yourself. You have it in you. And now look at you. Now you're in the same position as me where we're able to give back to so many people. Yes. That puts Amen. a smile on my face. Oh, man, a big smile on mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Pete. So, all right. So let's start with in-person, right? You do in-person training, right? Mm -hmm. Where can I'll sit with that person and I'll talk with them first for okay. a while. Yeah. I'll sit with them and I'll, I'll ask them a lot of important questions. You know, what's your health history? What's your family history? What is your skill level when it comes to the gym? Are you a beginner? And it's funny because so many people, you know, misevaluate themselves. Well, I'm advanced. Well, how long have you been working out? Three years. You're not advanced. You're a beginner. Okay. You got 10 years in the skin, then that's uh -huh. different. But three right. years or under, you're yeah. still a beginner. Wow. Basic things work. Stop trying yeah. to reinvent the wheel. Stop doing all that crap. Just train like yep. a beginner. I don't. I tell people just because I drive a car doesn't mean I can get on a NASCAR track and think that I'm going to drive with people that are in NASCAR. True, that. That's not the reality of it. So stop <laughs> going online and looking at these professionals that uh -huh. have been training all their life and think that you, you know, it makes me laugh. Like the audacity of you thinking that you have that same commitment and drive that that person has for the last 15 years. Reality check. Ain't You're a beginner. Happen. <laughs> nah, you got you to keep it simple. Simple things work, you know? Yeah. Simple things work. But we're in such a we're in such a stage in our lives now. Everyone's like, look at me and look, look, look and likes. This generation and is after it. fame. For real. All ego driven, brother. All ego driven. And that's how they train. You know, I see it every day at work. I see it at the gym. And so many countless people come up to me like, man, you just give me a look. I'm like, yeah, because I'm seeing you do terrible technique for what you over here lifting all this heavy weight for what, for likes. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. The risk reward is so un. you know, you have no idea yeah. what can happen to you. Put yourself at risk of injury for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I love that you go beyond just, okay, I'm going to write or work out with your, write your training plan. You go beyond the barbells and the dumbbells and the bench presses and the chest presses and the shoulder presses. You go like through the whole person's being, right? And doing yeah. too to figure out, you know, where they're at. And, and it's like they come to you just like they do to me for a consultation. It's amazing, you know, that someone takes the time to really get to know that person. So thank you, man. This Absolutely. is quality of trainer that I personally look for. <laughs> mm -hmm. Same here. Thank you. Same man. Here. What's your what's your social media handles? Where can where uh, can people find I you? have Instagram, uh Pete Ocasio on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I'm on that. I, I try I, I tend not to be too much on social media. 
um, just because I have a five-year-old that demands all my time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she gets all my time. I love that little girl. She's, I tell you, she's, um, she's helped me heal. And she continues to help me heal with my mom. You know, I always, always remind myself that little girl possesses magic. She, she sees and feels me without me saying a word. So I always make time, you know, and I, and I tell people, you know, because some people, Jay, older people might be intimidated by weights and dumbbells and that's okay. Cause there's a million ways to train. We both know that. Right. Yes, you definitely. Know? You can, you can use that. bands, you could do yep. jumps and mm -hmm. you could do this. And I had stated a post, uh, before because there was a couple of muscle heads at the gym and of course they see me doing 42 inch box jumps and oh there's that. no, no beneficial that. there's nothing beneficial from doing that and they're just coming from their own insecurities because they can't do it but it, like i tell you if you just shut all the noise off yes you gotta go shut back it to out. doing the things that we were doing as kids run around uh -huh. go swimming yep. roll the yes, it, man. oh yeah we anything. definitely did <laughs> throw the ball around, throw a medicine ball around, bear crawls. Just it doesn't have to be just lifting weights. That's a very small percentage. You know, the I don't train people in a box, train outside the box so that they can train anywhere. They don't need a gym to work out. They can work out anywhere. They can work out in their home. They can work out in their pool, at a park, anywhere. But if you train people in the gym, with weights, then that's what they're going to think that in order for me to get in shape, I have to join a gym and I have to use X, Y, and Z. No, that, that, that plan doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Doesn't work Definitely for everybody. Doesn't. Nope. Doesn't. So it's us, for, it's, it's good for us to remind them you, you're going to have fun, but you're going to work. Yes. You know, this is awesome. Thank you so much, Pete, for being on the, the show today. I'm honored, Jay. I, I really appreciate you. I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. You know? Listeners, go follow Pete. If you're not following Pete yet, you should be following his social media page. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Thank you for being on the show, man. And thank you so much for the work that you do. Thank you, buddy. Take care and God bless. Love you, Jay. You too, man. Love you. So I much, look forward man. to seeing you soon. Oh, I'm coming. When you get man, back in the States, flight. buddy. Oh, it's on. It's on and popping. We're gonna put a lot, a lot of, a lot of videos out there. Oh yeah, get ready, peeps. Get ready. Take care. God bless Jay. Love you, buddy. God bless you too, man. All right. Have a good night. Good night, buddy.